0: you're listening to guys that got fired our show is here to support business people so each week we'll share strategies and principles from our respective businesses that have worked we also have a full calendar of guests from different industries that will share some of their secrets with you as well hey thanks for tuning in and let's go for a ride oh thank you Welcome to our Guys That Got Fired podcast. My name is Adrian Park and joining me one time zone away in Chicago, Illinois, is my good friend and podcast partner, Chris Lacey. Good afternoon, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about intelligent failure. Yes, we're going to be talking about failure, (laughs) what it means and what we can do to bend that meaning. So first of all, let me take a minute just to tell you who we are or maybe rather who we're not. We're not online personalities, Chris and I. Uh, Yes. We're on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter and maybe a few others, (laughs) (laughs) but really, no, we're just two business guys that want to serve other business people by sharing some strategies, you know, that are working for us and that have worked for us. So I'm, 42 years old and currently the CEO of a small construction firm here in the greater Pittsburgh area. Chris Lacey, my podcast partner out in Chicago owns an executive recruiting business. So let's get into this intelligent, uh, intelligent failure thing, what that means. um, But first I believe we have to establish a baseline more specifically, you know, what our Western failure Mm -hmm. is simply I think we associate this painful finality to failure. I think for most people failing is this sort of like four horsemen will ride apocalyptical, you know, it's over event, And that's really our first problem is that, that we give it that meaning. So let's get into this a little bit and um, maybe Chris from your life, you can give us a couple of examples.
1: I've got plenty.
0: (laughs) So, um, So, Tell our listeners, please, you know, what was one of the first, like, or one of, I should not first, but what was one of your bigger professional failures? And tell us, please, like how you felt at the time, um, what you did, and then like what actually came out of it, you know, like what, you know, what came out of it, what actually happened? Right. Well, no, let's talk about the first one. And it's the one that comes to mind
1: early on in my career, one year into my marriage, Finally graduated school, get involved with a the company. They move me to Illinois to be the sales guy. They have a product that they license, don't own. They lose that licensing, and I'm no longer needed. So small company, right, a family-owned company, 15 people, and I get a letter in the mail while I have my family up from Missouri having a barbecue, check the mail, get a letter. Letter says, at the end of the month, your position is being eliminated. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no phone call.
0: Right.
1: In in front of my family. Talk about an embarrassment. Yeah. Right. Here's <laughs> your family, you're a year into your marriage, new house. And we have these grand delusions when we're young that the world is up. Right. Right? We we're gonna make millions, we're gonna be a leader, title, whatever it is. And all that came crashing down. Yeah. While my chicken is burning, <laughs> and, <laughs> and my family's watching, right. it's it's an incredible failure. So through that, what did I learn? Well, I learned how to network. I learned the importance of networking and relationships. And I know this is gonna this is gonna be one of those themes right throughout our podcast, yeah. relationships. Yeah. I learned the importance of those relationships. And while I was working at Red Robin, waiting tables at night and scraping old barns getting them ready to be painted during the day in between there i was making phone calls and telling my story and so through that i I got networked into a recruiting office here in chicago looking for a job looking for a job okay thinking that they wanted to hire me for one of their clients in wastewater that's where i came from Mm -hmm. and the owner switches the script and says hey why don't you come to work for me and be a recruiter? And I said, that sounds great. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) So here we are, 14 years later, have my own company and business and employee, and this is my craft. I love it. I can't think, I couldn't imagine doing anything else
0: for anyone else. This is it. And And, that all came through that. And you're exceptional at it. So last summer, Chris... You um, exited <laughs> exited your very senior role at a posh suburban boutique search firm uh, quickly and spontaneously, I'll say. So, um, so, so, just I'm going to set this up a little bit for all of our listeners. So, um, I'm in Chicago. I actually was in Chicago. Uh, for the Coldplay concert at Soldier Field, which was completely epic, um, mm-hmm. and Chris and I had had coffee um, in the city that Thursday morning, right? So right. the next morning, I get a text from Chris. Uh, I remember because I was in the, I was in the back of an Uber, and um, I see the text message with this news. So we're not going to. Uh, one quick thing. We're not going to focus on the specifics of of your exit, right? That's not the point here because the, the reality is that business leaders make decisions and businesses, Mm -hmm. industries, that stuff is always changing. So, you know, we're not here to focus on that. That's not what we're about. right? But it's so, but, but I want to talk about what happened next. So it's Friday morning and now you're flush with all this time. So, What did you What did you do next?
1: Is anyone else seeing a theme in my career? <laughs> well, we we've been good friends for a long time, Adrian. So you you know really what drives me and motivates me. Um, but it was very sudden. I found out after we had met. It some few things transpired, and I thought tomorrow's my last day, and it was. And so I left the office. After I texted you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I made a call, it was to a guy I grew up in the business with, we'd always talked about working together someday, how nice that would be. And again, relationships, developing relationships in what I had been doing for 12 years or 13 years. And we had talked about this potential for working together. And I make a call and I say, Hey, Jeff, just so happens. I got a little bit more time on my hands. (laughs) <laughs> and I'd love to see if we can take this somewhere. And he says, great timing. I've just got more work than I can handle from a client that called. And if you're in, I'll accept it and we're going to go. And so seven days later, I have an LLC. Uh, 14 days later, I've got all the hardware and infrastructure I need. And I'm, I'm working on projects
0: and it's been forward fast ever since. So there are so many things that you could have focused on. Let's be honest. Most people in that situation will focus on how angry they are with their now former boss, their fear about how they'll provide for their family, et cetera. It's, it's so easy to allow our emotions to hijack us and take control of our lives. But when our emotions take control, are we really getting what we want?
1: Yeah. And it's, I will be completely honest. It's scary as hell. Yeah. When you're going through that, I remember talking with my wife, right? Because I, I was upset, obviously. And there's this unknown and there's always a fear of the unknown. But I, I just remembered at that point, it was much different than the first time. And at that point, it was, there is a way. I will find a way. We mm. will make this work and i made that promise to her and it was that resolve it was something yeah. there that resolve that came from that there was no looking back it, the the furrowed brow was there for yeah. for the long term and it, it was again forward fast ever since
0: well and that was so that was august of 17 august of last year this is may of 18 you were profitable inside of 6 months correct correct so tell our listeners like what else has happened in your business? Because you, I mean, things have progressed even beyond that first engagement. Right. Well, I, I sent my first invoice actually at, at three
1: months and that invoice put me in the black. Awesome. And then this year we had so many projects that kind of bled over through the holidays and there was so much work coming that I had through another relationship I was able to capitalize on these relationships at the right time. So I hired an individual who is doing phenomenal. And I'd love to tell everyone it's because of my leadership and <laughs> it's, it's not, he's, yeah. he's fantastic. So he's easy to guide, train mold. He's helping me. And not only is he helping me, but he's helping this company be able to support more business. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing things I hadn't intended on consulting yeah. and training And developing more relationships and working with past past bosses, it's been a really really fun ride, and it's really busy. And it's there's I I would tell you that the fear subsided, but there there's
0: always just enough healthy healthy fear there to keep you going. Well, ninety six percent of all businesses fail within ten years, and. I believe there's just a few things that separate the 4% that survived from that 96. So let's take a moment just to deconstruct what you did or rather what you didn't do. You didn't waste time thinking about why, you know, why did this happen? You know, you didn't curse your former boss. You know, you like, basically you decided, okay, I want this, right. You decided on what you what result you wanted and then, right. and then you, thought about why it mattered and then kind of put purpose to it and then organized what you were going to do next. And that's how you had an LLC within a week and, you know, had an engagement. I mean, you were off to the races quick.
1: Yeah. It's, I I would tell you that organization's not necessarily part of my personality, uh, but now it has to be, and it just needed to be right. It, It, you and I talk a lot offline about this, and yeah. now we're talking about this live, so there's, yeah. there's still a little bit of emotion that comes up in this, but you knew where I wanted to be, and I've told you what my drivers are and my focus and intention is from a leadership standpoint, and this, it was the moment to capitalize on it. It was now or never, yeah. and again, it's scary, but it's the right thing, and we'll go back to relationships. You and I have a standing call every week. Yep. And I, I leverage your big, beautiful brain to help me <laughs> in those areas that, that I don't have the muscles built yet,
0: the professional muscles. And is kind, yeah, I appreciate that. It's a nice compliment. Um, sorry, did I interrupt you? No, oh, no. I, I appreciate that. I, I want to ask you, um, so on the heels of that, <laughs> I'm going to give you a zinger. Um, how much time did you spend feeling sorry for yourself? And I'm, I want you to be honest in your answer. Zero.
1: It, there was no time. Four kids, wife, mortgage. I knew what I wanted to do. There, there is no, in the big leagues, there's no room for emotion. Right. You know, I, I sent that text to you today. It's so timely to, to hear that. And it was a good
0: reminder. And that's a perspective builder. Well, being fired is really just one of the many problems we encounter. You know, I think it's interesting that, you know, we all like surprises until those surprises show up as things we don't want. We don't <laughs> the problems, right? You know, but what if what if it wasn't the events of our lives that brought us joy or pain? What if it was the meaning that we gave to those things? You right know, do, you, do you know anyone that has you know, gotten what we would consider to be a very nice bonus. And yet they were disappointed because they either wanted or expected more. Uh, Yeah, I've done that. (laughs) I, I do. And I have too. Right. So it's possible to have something good happen and we give it a painful meaning so if that's so if that's possible then it must also be possible to get bad news and be able to give it a different meaning or a, a better meaning right to bend the meaning so it, it is all about perspective
1: it it really is the the first time we talked about that that situation i was too young and immature to really have a good perspective. And it was all about me. And I probably, if you asked me that question about how much time did I spend feeling sorry for myself, a heck of a lot more then than I did now in my career. But I, I've been able to, to have and gain a certain perspective. And I've got really good friends, you namely, that continue to, to point that out certain things that are perspective builders?
0: Well, you know, personal example here, my company had a project last summer and it was a massive challenge and by challenge I mean it was a mess. It was a disaster. Uh, A lot went wrong and I realized that I had a choice. I could let my emotions hijack me and be totally miserable or take a different approach. So I asked myself a couple of questions, or actually more than a couple. And the first question I asked myself was what's great about this? And of course, like, you know, the first answer I get back from my brain is like, nothing, you know, (laughs) terrible. This is the worst thing ever, you know, run. And so I had the, you know, presence of mind to say, okay, Like, that's not, that's not going to get me anywhere. And so I don't want, I don't want to go to negative town. So I said, okay, what's really, what's great about this? And I thought, well, you know, I am learning a ton here. And like, there are things, you know, there are things that I'm, I'm going to, the next big project like this, like, I am going to be prepared. I'm going to be ready. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to be even more prepared than I need to be. And so I was able to think about a number of things that um, that weren't, you know, that were really we're having a difficult time. And I thought I am going to, like, like I'm going to learn from this. And then the ne- my next question was, what's not perfect yet? And I thought, well, that's easy. <laughs> There's about- <laughs> I could <laughs> fill a legal pad with th- those things. And I thought, okay, like I'm going to take these things and I and I organize those things. What's not perfect yet? This, you know, and I went through the list, you know, whether it was. You know, having the you know having so much the right skilled employees, um, the logistics, which for this project were a nightmare, um, and I listed them off, and I thought, okay, again, this is stuff that I can address. This, you know, for the next project, and I can address it for this project. You know, you know, I was able to make things better with that project, but um, but it helped me. And then the next question was, what am I grateful for? And I thought, well, you know, I, I look back, I looked back just four months, and I thought, well, we were here, and now we're here. You know, and even though this is really hard and it's not a lot of fun, like, you know, there's I, I can I can see growth. And then my last question was, who loves me and who do I love? And I thought, well, man, you know, no matter what happens with this, my kids are crazy about me. And golly, I'm crazy about them, too. Right. So if you're frustrated with a person or a situation, you know, ask yourself those questions and watch. Watch what happens. Watch how your own state changes. So we're intentionally keeping our show short because we want you, our listeners, to be able to go through one of our shows on a commute or during a workout. So, you know, we're going to wrap it up here. Our outcome is to deliver insights and, you know, insights, strategies, things that will help you get a better result or even just to inspire action. And to make it easily digestible, right? And to make it easily, absolutely digestible. So we're super grateful for the opportunity to serve you. And we really hope that you'll tune into our next podcast. See you soon. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. For Chris and I, our purpose in creating these podcasts is simple. To support business people with strategies, and with insights that will help you get a better result now if something from our show today resonated with you and you want to go a little deeper you can reach out to us in a couple of ways through our Facebook page which is facebook.com front slash guys that got fired just like it sounds again facebook.com front slash guys that got fired or you can email us directly at guys that got fired all one word at gmail.com again that's guys that got fired at gmail.com or if you've got a burning question and this is probably going to surprise you you can call me directly at 412-593-4887 this isn't a joke this is a real number and it will actually go to my iPhone. Again, the number is 412-593-4887. One more time, 412-593-4887. Right about now, you're probably thinking these guys are completely insane. And you're probably right, we are. Because we're not selling a product and we're not selling a service. We just want to support business people and help you get a better result. So again, thanks for tuning in. We're so glad you did, and we'll see you soon.